What up, what up, what up? What up, everybody? It's your girl, Marquita, but they like to call me who? Miss Hollywood. You're tuning to another episode of So Hollywood, the podcast. Is it me or is it hiding here? Is it me or is it hiding here? So Hollywood. It's your girl Marquita, but they like to call me who? Miss Hollywood. <laughs> you tuned into yet another episode of So Hollywood, the podcast. Podcast. <laughs> As you guys know, and if you do not know, I like to go by the name of Miss Hollywood. No, I'm just playing. Uh, so Hollywood, the podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally, and I bring them together with this thing called entertainment. <laughs> um, episode 61 we had mark rude mark rude is a dope engineer um he is a soon to be anr he is based out of the atlanta area um he has hits with ray um ray Schrimmer. um who else did he send uh send this way uh G Sambo, that's who it is. G Sambo, and he has some others that he has under his belt that he didn't really talk about or didn't want to talk about. However, you guys can go see him on my latest episode uh, on my Instagram page. I'm all over the place today because it's definitely been a long day. But anyway, you know how we do it. It's all real. It's all raw. It's it's cussed. You can do whatever you want. But catch the latest episode on your favorite podcast streaming platform as well as here on my Instagram page. Um, you can go to www.allofhollywood.biz. And um, I normally do my, you know, my intro outline, so on and so forth. However, I've switched it up a little bit. What's up, Kenny? How are you doing? We have our guest in the building today. I'm going to go ahead and give him his flowers while he's down there and while um, we getting ourselves together. Uh, his name, I'm not going to say his name yet. <clears throat> he is a rapper that has a romantic type vibe, but he's definitely a hard rapper as well. He's originally from Savannah, Georgia, by way of Atlanta. He's currently in Atlanta right now. He also has a company by the name of Legit Apparel, and it means learning, evolving, growing in time and he has his newest his newest ep this ain't that he also does a lot of uh your favorite rappers your favorite singers just everybody he he has a screen printing company that you know we all have to talk about that so without further ado i have mr steely too legit aka steelo 
I'm good. How are you? It's a small world. It's definitely a small world because I've I've seen you've done some interviews with or with making a magazine, uh, and then I also have a friend by the name of Kenny. He's in here now uh, with the one one two eight group. I don't know if you actually physically know him, but I know you guys follow one another. However, you know it's all good. Um, so how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm Gucci. I'm at the shop right now. You can tell. Uh-oh, I see you. Yeah. You're never not working, huh? We never not working. <laughs> so let's get into it. So this is episode 62. I can't believe I'm um here. But anyways, um, how did I like to always answer or ask these questions before um every interview? So let's get started. How did this thing called entertainment enter your life? Because what I read, it was around, you started your rap career around 20. So let's start a little bit earlier than that. When did you know, like, yeah. entertainment was going to be in your life? Or when was the earliest memory that you have? I guess, like, 12th grade. I really, I mean, we had a little, we did a little mixtape when I was with a group called Scrub Okay. Um, and when I was pulling up, hopping off the bus, there was people, you know, I burnt the CDs myself <laughs> and we just got down, passed it out. That's when we burned right. CDs and shit. Right. And when I, and we basically was like the mixtape era when niggas just hopping on niggas beats and going off. So I hop off the bus, I'm riding the bus, and then I see motherfuckers that go to my school pull up in their cars and they jamming the mixtape. You feel me? Oh. So that was right when I figured it out. The, in the 12th grade. Mm-hmm. And you were living in Savannah, correct, at that time? Or were you in Atlanta by that time? Uh, Savannah. Okay, Savannah. So how was the music scene growing up in Savannah? Because you don't really hear many artists or rappers or just people in general come out of Savannah, Savannah you know, that's that's in the entertainment business. So how how um how was that growing up? Uh, It was hard because, like, I literally had to make my – Throw my own parties okay. to do, you know what I'm saying? I actually throw parties and stuff. So I got, I got big with that. And that's when I perform. And I also put other people who rap around my age bracket or below or above, you know what I'm saying? I put them on stage too. You know, we had a magazine at the time too. But we, we, we fell, the magazine fell into our lap and we was pushing that, promoting. Other artists. I always, I was never selfish. You know what I'm saying? I was selfless through, throughout my whole process for real. That's dope. You know, was that before that? Was that before you graduated, or was that during the time? Oh no, that was like that school? was like I, I ain't never graduate, but that's what like after twelfth grade. Okay. You feel me? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So after that, you were you were throwing parties in Savannah. You had a uh, mm-hmm. you were in a group as well by that time. Yeah. And you also uh, had a magazine. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, we, I was in the group throughout, like, yeah, high school. You know what I'm saying? Then I've got, I was solo when I got out of high school. You so, could say, because everybody was going a different way. Yeah. So how was that transition coming from a group going solo? Because I know, you know, um, someone explained it like you had, you didn't really have many responsibilities in a group as because everybody was collectively working together and it's more responsibility as a solo artist. So do you feel the same and how was that transition for you? Um, it went hard cause I was always writing to my own shit. You feel me? Okay. So, you know, I just record, 
I just ended up going to the studio on my own, recording my own shit. Um, don't get me wrong, we all had our own separate projects. We were solo before we came together. Okay. But, you know, while we did shit together, we also maintained our solo. So it, it, was, it, it wasn't hard at all. Right, right, right. So where did you, where did your name come from? Did you, did you always have Steely? Because I was calling you, uh, I don't even know what I was calling you to be 100% honest. In my head, it was still yeah. different. I think Steely, I think that I was, I was calling. I was like, wait, let me get this correct. Cause I, let me go and do my research like somebody's supposed to. Cause <laughs> I ain't want to come up here and fuck it up. But did you, <clears throat> did you always have that name or where did that name even come from? That's my last name. Really? Yeah. Wow. So you just was like, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to use my last name as my, as my rapper name. So where did the two legit come from? Um, I forget, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I always came through for people. So, you know, I always came through or my, my shit was always like legit. So, you know, it came with it. So, you know, keeping it real. I don't know how I got there. It just stuck. <laughs> so when I heard somebody say it, I just said, all right, bet. I'm going to just use that. Right. You know, that's really what it was. Right. So, um, so shortly after high school, it was when you turned 20 is when your rap rapping career came became like a little bit more than just a, I mean, not a, a hobby. I'm, it became more than a hobby at that moment. So can you elaborate on that? And were you still in, in Savannah when your career became something more? Yeah, yeah. But like you said, it's kind of hard to pivot in Savannah at that time because we didn't really understand social media. And it wasn't really like, you know, everything on the internet type shit. We still was pressing up CDs mm-hmm. and shit like that. And, you know, ain't nobody, I think at that time, Savannah was like number 153 on the list for like A&Rs or whatever to check out. Because wow. we had did a, we did an interview and put it in the magazine. But yeah, Savannah wasn't no one there on the market. People weren't checking for Savannah. Right. Um, in the time I was, like, when I was 20. So, you know, it, it was hard because, you know, I was still, I ain't stayed with my peoples. So I was like from couch to couch, still throwing parties, mm. trying to figure it out. You know, making good money, but not learning, knowing how to maintain the bread type shit. You know, so everything was like a learning experience for me, like at that time. So, you know, yeah. So at at what point did you, did your life turn around with this thing called entertainment? Um, And I know it looks like you've always had multiple streams of income. So the money technically wasn't the, the issue. So where, where did... Where did you know or realize, like, okay, this rapping thing is about to take me somewhere other than, like, the whole bigger picture? When did you realize that? And where were you at in your life? Mm, you said when did I realize the rap shit could take me somewhere yeah. further than what I'd imagined? Mm-hmm. Um, I really, when I, like, you know, every time I drop, you know, if I, I, and, and when I receive the type of messages I get, and the responses I get, because, you know, like I said, it started off as a hobby. Right. But, you know, like I always tell people, uh, music, I ain't never chose it for real. Like, I, it chose me. So, right. you know, everything was really, like, it was just one of the goddamn, like, the universe just chose it. So right. it just told me. So it's like, it's like every time, because, you know, every time you be about to stop and shit, and you be, right. but it's, it's always them certain people that goddamn make you get back to it and you know then if you're a real artist you're gonna always have it in you right. but this time you know it's, it's more about learning the business that really be uh 
more of everything because the music is the easy part is learning the business. That's the part that people got to really take serious, which I got to take serious too because I'll be slipping on that sometimes. Still, to this day, you still you still feel like you need to take it a little bit more seriously? Right, because like, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, like, you know, I, I always try to get multiple streams of income. So, right. you know, with the rap scene, making it as, I'm not as like, controversial as everybody else so I'm not about to be picking up my phone yelling at the shit talking to me and shit like that <laughs> right. so I need to figure, you know what I'm saying I'm not about to be yelling and pressing you know what I'm saying like right. I, I, I just rather just talk my shit like and, and make my money and keep, keep it pushing Thanks. so when did you move to Atlanta and how was that transition for you because like you said Man, Savannah Atlanta. wasn't Savannah wasn't really on the map, like, talking about it. So I know Atlanta, by this time, was definitely, you know, somewhere to go. So how was that transition, and what, you know, what did you do upon arriving to Atlanta? I got locked up. Yeah, got locked up on some bogus-ass charge. You know what I'm saying? And um, couldn't get my car shot. I left. I had nowhere to go. Mm. I just left because when I saw my homeboy at the time leave, if he left, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, he reaches glass ceiling, which means I've reached my glass ceiling. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we just left. Through around a getaway what party. Around, around what age was that? 23, 24. I left around my birthday, so I had to be like 24. Okay. Okay. And when you got to Atlanta, what was that music scene like for you? And how did, <clears throat> and what did you, what did you do when you got to Atlanta? I know you said you got locked up. So after you got locked up and got out, um, <clears throat> what uh, what did you do to, I guess, stay consistent with your career and then also um, begin other brands that you have? All right. Well, at first, you know, like I always tell people, like, when you move, that's a transition, right? It's either going to make you or break you. Because I don't right. see people who move from where I'm from and they'll come up there to the A and they got to go right back home because they couldn't handle it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right. And I could have been like that because I got right. booked. Right. And I, I ain't had no wheels, no nothing. So, you know, thank so you God really I really came out there with a fresh start. Like, you had nothing. Uh, wow. I had nothing. Wow. I had nothing. But $700 in my car that got taken that I couldn't get back. Mm-hmm. And and some clothes. I ain't had nowhere to stay. So, I ended up staying in like a rooming house. And then... I ain't, I went on the west side and shit. I ain't fucking with that. So <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? I went on the on, on the south side, you know, which was worse because you had to really walk and shit like that. Right. So you know, I had to, be, I had to be strategic with the type of jobs I had to get because a nigga had to get a job because I don't know nobody that's I ain't, you feel me? Right. I'm first there. I ain't, I ain't back home, so no, right. no nobody know me up here. Except I mean, they know me, but they. Ain't, Except that one person. Except for a few people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but you know, I made it happen, and I did my thing. I got my, got me an apartment, mm-hmm. and then from there, I started doing the music. Okay. And then I started hopping on the music. I had to make sure I learned the city and all that shit. And right. handle my business to survive mm-hmm. in a new area before I start with about music. So in that process, so, were you still writing? Were you still involved in the yeah, music sure. aspect of everything? What, yeah. Did you go to showcases like talent? And I don't want to say talent shows because that's yeah. kind of like a high, I definitely like high did, school yeah. stuff. <laughs> open mics and shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I did. I'm open mics. Really? Yeah, yeah. And so, what did that do, mm-hmm. do for you as an artist? And what did that do for you as 
in your career? How did that help you? Well, one thing I know is like they always sound the same, mm-hmm. and nobody sound like me. Mm-hmm. So when I get on stage, I really caught their attention. Right. So that helped me. That made them want to work with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I work with them, and then you know, I learned how to hang with the best of them. That was out rapping. You right. feel me? So in in my competitive or in my bracket of localness, whatever you want to call it, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would consider myself like a, a, a top one. If, right. you, if you if you had to be there to understand, right. like right, 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 because these regular people who put doing the same thing you doing, everybody getting to the same. It's the same community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and more political just, than other. But they just accepted you for for what you had and what you knew how some. to do. All right, but some, it. some, so, oh, some, yeah. Oh yeah, of course, because there's gonna yeah, be some haters you know, out there <laughs> that want yeah. your spot. So after doing these showcases and doing these um, talent shows and such, um, what transpired after? Like, because I see you doing, I see you doing a lot of major things as far as like your visuals and and um, you now have a apparel line and you and then you also have. Um, uh, you do prints like screen printing and so on and so forth. So, how where did yeah. that transition come in your life, and then how did it how did it go leading up into that? And what was the what was the first thing that came to your to your um, I guess your second stream of income? Like, how did that come about? Well, the uh, I always like I had this uh, pearl line since like two thousand fifteen. I just ain't know what to do with it. Mm. Um, but I got a big bro. His name. Uh, his name real. Um, and he's the guy that put this plan together to start the print shop. But we always been messing with shirts. Mm-hmm. It's been. Um, but, uh, yeah. Always been fucking with shirts. I'm sorry. I had a call. Oh, no, I, don't you're fine. I should put on like, I don't know. I put on, yeah. <laughs> okay. so, always been fucking with shirts, but my big dog, he put in a, uh, you know, he put in, he put the play together and we all ran with it. So that's what we did. So now we got a print shop. So it ain't just me. It's mm. a collective of guys who make this shit work together. Because mm. it goes hand in hand at the end of the day. Because you get merchandise. It definitely does. And then you got also get uh, <laughs> clients on top of that. And then it's just, it's just a whole strategic plan that I really, really like. <laughs> I really, really yeah. like that because... Um, right. It just goes to show that you're not just an artist. And that's what I often tell people not to be just one thing, because at this point in life, you have to have multiple streams of income and or multiple ways around being an artist, if that makes sense. And with that being said, um, like how important is it to have multiple streams of income um, in the in this thing called entertainment? It is very important because you need money for everything. There ain't nothing free for real. You know, and it took me a while to understand it. You know, I ain't mm-hmm. never been the type of person, you know, I had to go into like knowing that, hey, marketing costs. This costs. I always knew studio time costs, but, right. you know, material costs, t-shirt costs, printing costs, everything costs. So, you know, everything. I got it from Big Bro. was had this thing called Align Your Hustle. And I mm-hmm. always be wondering, like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you always say, align your hustle, align your hustle. And then it clicked. And I'm like, all right, I'm supposed to be here. So this this, this, this is what's up. This is the move. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm running the play. You feel me? 
That's dope. Because mm-hmm. I had another guest up here by the name of DJ Headbuster. You have to definitely look into him if you don't know him already. He's a Tampa DJ. Uh, but he has uh, he he's a uh, a travel agent. He does, he has his own wine. He has an apparel company, and uh, what was yeah. he has a marketing company. So when you say that, I was like, yeah, the, he's doing the exact same thing that a lot of people need to start doing because that's that's aligning with everything that he needs done. If he needs to go out of town, he got he's a travel agent, so he gets money from that. So it's ways of like aligning yourself with other income and ways to you know I guess pay for pay for what you need to pay for so to speak so with that being said um how is your how is your like studio process and are you like a freestylist or do you do more of the writing side in the beginning i used to look like write like crazy mm-hmm. but now i just go in the, i just go in the booth but like i still pick up my phone and write in it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. if i need to but other than that you know that that's that's pretty much it. But my studio <laughs> process is I don't I don't really go to the uh, the big studios unless it's like the big shit. But I, I I go to my I go to the hood mm. and I just record with my boy and he just as dope as them. Right. And I ain't got to worry about nobody trying to you know talk about taking that. I, you know I don't know the politics. politics. I right? Yeah, I don't do it all. I already knew it. As soon as you started saying that, I was like, yep, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. So, <laughs> so, um, how did, um, I know you said you, you, you've had the apparel line and how did you come up with the name, uh, legit apparel? Because it's, it means learning, evolving, growing in time. How did you even come up with that? Sorry to bounce back and forth, but I got a whole no, line cool. right here, but yeah. How did that even, yeah, I um, appreciate that. Become, mm-hmm. How did that, uh, so, what does that mean? <laughs> because it's like, you know, I actually got, I actually was like, it was always legit apparel, mm-hmm. you know, but I never had an acronym for it until I met my bro. He a little bro. His name Marcus. Mm-hmm. Um, we had worked together at this restaurant when we first moved to Atlanta because he, he was from Ohio and he just trying to figure and find his way. He 18, I'm 23. I'm trying to figure my way. We both knew. So he was fucking with me real heavy. We ended up getting an apartment together type shit. And, um, and he was like, yo, we should say he's learning, evolving. And then we just kept messing with the words and that's what we got. So because of him, he's the reason why I got that. I can remember, like, yo, I fuck with that because that's real because it's legit. You know what right. I'm saying? Everybody's learning. Everybody's evolving. Everybody's growing. And it takes time. So in time, you'll get there. Hopefully, right. you feel right. me? Right. But right. It, 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 it can resonate with everybody. Yeah, you know for sure, for sure. Is that might, that might be the reason why you got too legit as well? Because if it, if that if you had that since 2015, then you might have. Yeah, that might have been where your second part of your name came from. You ain't even know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, what have you what have you done with your um your career thus far? Like, have you performed on big stages have you had the opportunity to open up for people like can you um get a little bit more in depth of your career where it where it has been and where where do you see it going i remember when i did um put it on you that's a song like that was real popular my first song my first video it ain't my first song but my first video that did 
did crazy back then. It was uh, Put It On You. Mm-hmm. And we got food out in New York for that. That was my first time flying for a show. Mm. And um, like I said, I threw parties. So right. we was the one booking. And we was the one promoting. So you were still booking. Doing, so you were still doing parties in the midst of. Um, yeah. Still. Doing like reps. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. So do you have any big, big parties coming up soon? Or do you, have you been working on anything Oh, I don't do it that? no more. Back oh, home, so I did that before okay. I left. I did that before okay. I left Savannah. Okay. I did that. You, you that ever, helped me get my name out there. Do you ever see yourself going back to it? You got to make sense. I got it because, you know, it's, it's solely up to the people to come. You know right. what I mean? Right. Of course, so, with all this pandemic situation, too, that's probably a whole other situation. Oh, that ain't starting nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And with that being said, how did the pandemic help and or hurt your um your career or just, just dealing with entertainment in a whole? Um, you see... You'll see a lot of the noise that the hype around a lot of big or small, you know what I'm saying? You see the hype that I can see things for what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I can. So, you know, it's like, okay, like my bro said, I line the hustles. So the pandemic ain't did nothing but show me how to um, add more strings and income, mm-hmm. you know, to the situation and really take the situation serious. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So, because. During the pandemic, you know, everybody's sitting down. So that was the best time to release music. Obviously, I ain't do that. You feel me? I was over you out here whopping these shirts, getting this shit going because, you know, because of COVID, everybody came to us to get their printing. So we was humping and we still is. So we going crazy right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like with the print shop, it was a blessing, you know, because now we all got skill sets no one can take and we an established business and we get clients from everywhere now like rappers all types of shit athletes you know all types of people i saw you did some things for the verses uh swv versus i was yeah yeah yeah. right on the dtg did some some, did some shirts for them and now they a client of ours and I got some shirts to print it as real soon, like tomorrow. That's right. I'm trying to get into that as well. I do a lot of creating. It's a hobby for me. However, I I, hopefully I'll be able to turn it into a business. But this my my podcast is definitely first because I like to give people the outlet to um just to be themselves because not a lot of people are able to do that these days. You feel me? So um just giving people the opportunity to have an outlet to um to just speak on what they have going on what you know, what they've been through and maybe somebody else can learn from you. So that's, that's real dope that you, you're continuing to do that and continuing to, um, to just inspire a lot of the people. Do you do like community, um, activities and stuff like that as well? Or do you just, no, no? I ain't going to cap. You ain't going to do that? <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna time for me, you know what I'm saying? I do it, but you know, I ain't going to, I ain't cap. I ain't want to type. Like, you know, I'm about to go. Like some backpack giveaways or something like that. Cause I don't uh, you know, we'll do that. Go ahead. You know, they need to print it, we'll do it. You <laughs> said, okay. you got my, my boy Fresh is my nigga, my nigga Fresh is joined. What's up, Fresh? You said Sunglass. Fresh. Shout out to Fresh. Shout out to everybody that joined us on Instagram Live, because this is dope. I really appreciate y'all. 
Um, okay, so let's talk about your EP. <coughs> Excuse me, your EP that you just dropped in July, if I'm not mistaken. This ain't it. Uh, how did you even come up with this um this song? Or I'm sorry, this EP. You know, I've been quiet for a minute, so you know, with all the stuff that come out, you know, like to me, I don't be meaning to offend nobody, but right. you know, like you know, today niggas be crying when they rap and shit like that. So I don't be crying. I'm like, man, they be crying. So I be like, no, this ain't that. You feel me? Right. Like, I ain't doing no. I'm just rapping. I ain't doing no crying. <laughs> it's like we making we making music. I mean, no disrespect. That's just, you know, people talking about these feelings and shit, but that's a lot of that's a lot of. <laughs> he said, "I ain't crying on no beat. I just let the beat cry. That's how you feel." No. I know that's right. I mean, and no disrespect to nobody no, doing this yeah. shit because I love it. I listen to it too. But I just, I'm not that. I'm not rapping like that. Right. This so, ain't that. So, so don't where, look for that. I, I ain't the Where do you get yeah. your sound and your uh, cadence from? Like, where did where did that even start? Like, how did you find your voice? I don't know, because I feel like it, it switched a lot. I, I feel like my style, like, changes every every couple of years. Mm. Um, it depends, like, on who inspires me at the time. But, you know, some people tell me I sound like different people. I feel like I sound like me. Right. But, you know, you pose, oh, you sound like this, or you sound like that. Who has, like, who what? have people you know, no, described you, like you as? Who has people have described you as? I ain't gonna lie. When I first started rapping, I could. It was like you sound like Lil Wayne, but then I would go back and listen to it. Like, boy, I definitely try to sound like Lil Wayne. You know what I'm <laughs> and then it'd be like, you know, then I stop and I find my own sound and I do my own thing. Right. And then I go like, you know, um, depending to the West Coast, it's like I li- I don't just listen to one style of music. So right. it's like I listen to the West. I listen to the Midwest. I listen to the I listen to New York. I listen to the South. You know, I listen to all types of shit. So mm. it's a mixture of a lot. Right. So how how is the music scene now in the Atlanta area? And is it are, are you embraced now um, or more now that you're, um, I guess, a little bit more established and in, in you know in these streets, so to speak? So how how is that for you? Well, I think it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Definitely cool because people you know recognize me. Like, especially if I'm on Edgewood, like, people know who I am. Like, mm-hmm. the people who are people now or the, 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 the niggas who rapping now who got a little buzz or whoever, you know what I'm saying? Like, it depends because it's real, cl- it's real clickish, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you could be as big as you want to be on, on, on the internet, you know what I'm saying? So, but at the same time, you could network and meet in the street, you feel me? So, right. if you, it depends on your on your place and time. I really, I really feel like I'm just getting back out there and getting my feet wet again. You know, because um, I haven't dropped an album or EP in like four years. Wow. So, you know, really, I'm doing everything fresh and over again. I don't mind doing it. That's why I'm on this shit with you. You know what I'm right. saying? Not saying just shit, but with this interview with you, like, I'm, you got to get it in all the time, all type of ways. So, do people recognize you more come. with your um, your printing or with your rapping? Both. Like, I guess the rap was always the the joint right mm-hmm. it was always the move but with the print because this is business of service it it i feel like it's, it's taking me a little bit more further mm-hmm. with uh networking within the the, 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 the culture right. 
right. or the the community of music. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because everybody needs friends. You feel me? Right. So um, I feel like it's 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 a double edged sword of goodness because now you know I'm rapping, but now I got something that you need. You need twenty four right. shirts. I right. can make that happen. You know, you need a banner. You need this. You need that. Like, you know, I got it. So do the I'm, plug. <laughs> yeah, slick. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. Okay, that's dope. That's dope. So, um, where do you see yourself in your in your near future with with this thing called entertainment? Because you said um, you haven't dropped an album in a while. So, with this one, how do you feel this is gonna go? And like, where do you see yourself going with this? Um, I mean, with this one, you know, I feel like it. Where it takes me is where it takes me. You know, because mm-hmm. like I said, I don't really concentrate on one on string. I just see myself being well well off and if I catch me a good hit mm-hmm. and I could get cut cut loose yeah that's what I'm gonna do mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like catch me a good one get a couple of M's off that good one you no know, but until then I'm gonna keep working I'm, and I'm still you know still passionate about it I ain't gonna never stop for real mm-hmm. but now we just we just got more than how to get money now, right? if, so, now if your rapping career is gets way bigger or outgrows a lot of things do you think your printing company I, I know the printing company will still be there but will you still be hands-on with your printing company man i'm about to tell everybody to shop with us. <laughs> i'm about to invest heavy into that i'm about to call my boy up and be like hey bro we gonna get three more automatics we gonna get that space you talking about whatever he needs need. you about to franchise the fuck out of that i'm about to go crazy man, i'm about to go Dumb. Like, Oprah, everybody come to RBY. I know y'all, that's y'all right. I know that's right. You can I see you right there. Get some uh some autographs. Get you some some shit printed up real quick. You stay right next sure up. Does. Hell yeah! I know that's right. That's good because most people they would say that they would drop that and go with the rap career because they just you know that's just what they want to do and and that's good that you have a uh, um. Yeah, a good head on your shoulder when it comes to certain things like that. Because, like I said, m- most new artists today today will just be like, nah, I'm about to drop all that. I'm about to say, fuck that. They about to... I'm like, you can't do that. You have to have multiple yeah. streams of income. But anywho, yeah. um, how I, I want to know how important is it to have the right people around you? It's very important because you'll have people around you and they just dead weight, you know, they just, they look good from for the distance, but they ain't really hitting on shit for real. Right. You know what I mean? Um, oh, you might be the one that can best be able to provide all the opportunities. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, I had to realize that myself. Like, you know, if it wasn't for me, niggas gonna be able to get this, and get that. Like, oh, this and that and third. So, what can't not, I'm the, I'm the one that's holding shit together. So, I need to go um, where I value that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, it's, it's, definitely important to have the right people around you. Otherwise, you're just going to be going day to day, like, doing the same shit, you know. Right. At least over here, I get challenged. You feel me? Right. So. Right. And know, how important, like, how important to you is it to play your position? Or not specifically you, but the people that are around you. Like, say, say somebody wants a job and all they want to do is just, you know, hang out and just spend your money. How, how, how do you feel about that first and foremost? And how important is that for you? 
First of all, that ain't never happened to me. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> I ain't got niggas doing that shit around me at all. No, no we grown. Right. Everybody handle their own shit. Good. So, Good. first, so I got, I don't know how to answer that question. Okay. Because that's not happening. Okay. He <laughs> said, first of all, that shit. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. That's, mm, mm, mm. But we're going to get here and, um, to the. Uh, Sweet 16. I don't know if you're ready to or if you would like to because I have a segment called Sweet 16 where the artist fits either a, sweet, a 16 that they've written or something mm. that, you know, that they performed in the studio recently the, in my bag. I'm looking at it on YouTube right now, you know, but um, <laughs> if you want to, you can. If not, we can move on to my um, next segment, which is top five, which is five questions. Let's five do the top five. <laughs> he said, uh-uh. Do enough rapping. Okay, just send me, and then send me the song so when we finish with the interview, I can add it to the um end of the interview whenever you can, if that's okay. All right. Okay. Cool. Cool. That's cool. So let's get it. Um, top five producers you've worked with. Top five producers I work with right now: MK, Vinny. Okay. Um, Rico. Um. Who else I'm working on with? Uh, Lotus. Who else? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think them the only four producers I work with right now. Okay. Excuse me. Okay, top five merch you sell. Oh, man. Top five merch of my brand? Either of your or brand like- or your company. You can you can do you can do your brand and then you can do a five of your company if that makes sense. So if we do a, all right, so top five, can we do top five brand that I like? Yes, you can do that. Yes, you can do that. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, legit apparel. Okay. Legit apparel. Understand. Legit apparel. <laughs> um, I like. Uh, I like. Um, who else I like? I like Express. Okay. Um, I like Nike. Mm-hmm. I like um, it's a dope jean designer. His name Jordan Craig. I like Jordan Craig. Like I don't know if y'all know about him, but he hard. I've been messing with him for years. And who else I like? Who else I like? Um, who else I like? Scotch, Scotch and soda. Scotch and soda. Okay. Um, top five. Songs you've made? Um, in my bag. Um, I just did a new song called uh, "Ain't Even Drop Yet," but I like Fifty Cent. I called it Fifty Cent. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, top five songs I like. Um, Shotty Freestyle. Okay. For sure. Um, let me get that. What number that is? That's three. You got okay, so okay. <clears throat> um, supposed to be a player. Um, um, <laughs> what's another one? Brad a day. Brad a day. Okay. And last one. No, I got another one. I got two more. 
Top five video shoots. Or if you don't have five, just name the ones that you've, you've done. Oh, top five video shoots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put it on you. <laughs> PMW. Okay. In my bag that I just did. It ain't dropped yet, though. It's still getting edited. Kenny said um, PMW. <laughs> Kenny. Yeah, PMW for sure. <laughs> um, what else? You got two more. Yeah, two more. I say don't get pressed. And who else? Um, I say Shade Freestyle. Okay. Last one is top five moments in your career. <clears throat> top five. Uh, opening up to T.I. Ooh, my baby daddy. Meeting Trina. That out loud, my bad. Opening up for Webby. Okay. Like we booked and opened up for him. Um, who else? Let me see. Performing live with bands. You said with a band? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? And um getting flown out to New perform in New York. That's dope. That's dope. Tell T.I. I say, hey. <laughs> I'm just playing. T.I. you say, Yeah, I got many pictures with him, and that's like, when I went to college, but that's a whole other story that, yeah, my college days. Wow. Yeah, um, he said, wow. <laughs> so it's this thing that I like to do, and it's called Exclusive Access. Exclusive Access, in which um, the guest, says something that they haven't told anyone or any of the media outlets. If you have something like that, like when your your visuals will drop or if you have um, a new song that's going to drop or something that nobody knows that you can let us know today. If you don't, we can move on to the wind down and the last but not least question of the day. And Okay. Well, nobody knows. I'm about to be a special vendor at Rick Ross Pool Party coming up in a couple weeks. Exclusive access. Say it one more time. You about to do what? Oh, time we got to say it again? No, All that's right, what so I'm not. Shoot, not shooting, but we vending. You're a we vending at Rick Ross Pool Party. I don't know if it's Pool Party. Yeah, but I'm a vendor right there. You can't just be a vendor. Y'all heard it here first, baby. You know how we do it. Thank you. Thank you for that exclusivity. And do you you don't have a date for that? You just right. you just gonna drop it? Just just it's coming it's soon. The twenty second. The twenty second of yeah, August. Okay. Ooh, y'all heard it here first. So make sure y'all are following him because he's probably gonna have some visuals. That's gonna be a movie, and all of the apparel is gonna be in that thing like a chicken wing. So yeah. Anyways. Um, we're gonna do our shout outs. So, what our shout outs are pretty much what it is social media, your last words, and then I have the question of the day at the end. And we're gonna get up out of here. So, go ahead and tell them where to follow you, what you're working on, any last words, and then we have the question. Okay, so to follow me on IG three underscore too legit is right there. And um, what else? Oh. And what else is that? 
Uh, <laughs> your um, your shout outs and your last words, like what you're working on. You have your Man. EP drop. Uh, this ain't it. And then you yeah. have the visuals dropping soon. Or when when is the visuals for that dropping? Oh yeah, the videos the visuals are definitely dropping soon. Um, definitely want them to be remembered. So I, we taking our time with them, but at the same time, trying to keep y'all entertained as well. I ain't too much of the entertain entertain. I just like to drop the music and shoot the video and get the money. <laughs> but, do it all over again. Yeah, I don't really got no antics, you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't. I ain't, I ain't got crazy stories too much no more. But uh, you know, shout out everybody who's watching right now. Shout out my city, Savannah. Shout out Atlanta for giving me the opportunity to grow in this motherfucker. And uh, shout out you. Appreciate. Shout out everybody else. Appreciate. That's that. That's that. That's that. <laughs> okay, so last but not least is question of the day. Um, and it is what bothers you about the industry and what would be your solution to help fixing it? Everybody don't need to be a fucking CEO. The CEO, everybody just need to just, I, I understand you want to be the rapper, the producer, the CEO, the artist, and all, but you got, everybody got to play a role. Mm-hmm. And like, I just like when people don't, I like when people play their role. Like I ain't with the cabin and all that extra shit. Like, you know, I'd rather get money with a nigga than not get money with a nigga. You know what I'm saying? So, if a, you know, so like if a nigga hard to me, I'm going to go fuck with him. Like, not, and got to understand shit is business. I ain't here to be your friend. You feel me? Like, this is business. We ain't got to, as long as we keep shit cold, we cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, we here for money. We ain't here to be bring around the rosy. Fuck all that. Nigga, let's get this paper. You know what I mean? So, goddamn. Yeah, I just don't like, like, niggas be confusing the, 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 the friends and shit like that. Like, nigga, understand this is a business. We make good music. Now let's go get some bucks. This shit ain't personal, my nigga. If we, if this shit genuinely come together, then that's what it is. But nigga, it ain't that serious. Mm. You feel me? Mm. And that's your, and that so. also your solution to fixing it? Or what would be your solution to, to helping with that? Niggas just gotta keep it real. They just gotta understand it's business. Right. It's money. Right, like it's on the table, so you can't just be out here, you know. Oh, uh, uh, that ain't my homeboy. That nigga is business, business, my nigga. I don't know you, you don't know me like that, but we kind of fuck with each other. So let's see where it goes. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, just keep it one hundred, legit. Mm, I I saw that there. I saw that. I saw I keep it keep it legit. I seen that. I see you full circle. Right, for real. <laughs> well i really appreciate you for even stopping through um like i said before i found you via social media and i was just like let me see if i can get him on my podcast because <clears throat> he he seems like he has a lot um to talk about and a lot to get out as far as being being an artist in this entertainment business so um i really appreciate you coming through and blessing my show so hollywood the podcast with your presence um yeah, so you can got you guys can follow me in my SS Hollywood three one three. Everything is in my bio. Uh, of course, follow the podcast. So Hollywood the podcast. Um, also, if you ever in Virginia, I have a studio located in Virginia Beach that you know you can go out and and oh, yeah. do what you got to do. Um, my people just moved to Virginia, so he might need to use that studio. So Trigger Man, so Trigger Man, if you on here, if you see this nigga, 
it's you and she said she got a studio. Yeah, it's I'm really, really dope. Song. And she also, um, my fi- it's my fiance's studio. It's called Session 420. <laughs> um, and also, he works with Lex Luger. That's just a little name drop, whatever. But he's, a, you, of oh, course, okay, you know okay. who that is. Produce, super producer from mm-hmm. Suffolk. Um, so, yeah, if y'all need beats, you know, I got plugs to that as well. So we can talk offline. But, um, yeah, you can follow me and also like, share, subscribe this post when I put it up. And go to www.allofhollywood.biz for more information about me, Miss Hollywood 313. And, um, yeah, if you have anything else to say to my folks and your folks, you can say it now. If not, we're going to get off this thing like a chicken wing on the string. Bars. You like saying that. I know. But, um, <laughs> he said you like saying that. I, I ain't got nothing else to say. I appreciate everybody that tuned in. I'm about to go ahead and wipe out some more orders. I got studio time at 8. I got to handle some more stuff. So I really appreciate the time that you dedicated to me to make this happen. No problem. All right, y'all. Until next time, I got an episode tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, actually every day. So holla at me. Peace. Is it me or was it hiding here? Yeah. Is it me or was it hiding So Hollywood. So Hollywood. So guest on so hollywood the podcast just email so hollywood the podcast at gmail.com or follow me on instagram so hollywood the podcast and m-i-s-s hollywood 313 looking to book your next studio session contact session 420 at www.greenleafgame.com